Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Happy Friday. It's the weekend. We made it. Good good for us. This is a Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me tomorrow to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. I am your host, Jay Foster. Today, I've got some more of a conversation with a friend of the show, Deanna Weinheimer, about all things Cleveland Monsters. So I will, uh, I'll just get right into it. Uh, the, the the coaching staff is is an interesting point, actually. And it's something that I kind of only considered very recently. Obviously, the Blue Jackets need a new head coach. Uh, John Tortorello is not returning. Brad Shaw did not get uh, an interview. Brad Larson did, which is a choice that I have talked about at length before. Um, but what do you think about potentially the uh, Monsters head coach maybe making the jump? Do you think that's something that's likely? Is that something that he's uh, interested in? Like, what are your what are your thoughts on? on him potentially kind of making his way to the NHL? So I'm not sure if the interest is there or not. I could not speak to that. I haven't had a chance to talk to to Mike Eves about that kind of thing. But he does seem very at home in in Cleveland. Um, I do know that this season they brought on one of his sons in, I think it's like a strength and conditioning. I think I do not fully remember because this was at the beginning of the season. They brought, you know, what they brought one of his sons in to fill that role. So he has more family in Cleveland and he seems to really do well and really enjoy that age group of, of players and just working with, with them on developing um, and kind of just in that, that kind of coaching role. Would I like to see him get the chance? Yes, I think he's a great guy. He kind of has a very philosophical way about the way that that he coaches, the way that he handles interviews. Um, So it would be a completely different approach than what Columbus is used to seeing with John Tortorella. Um, But I think... I, I honestly think Cleveland is where he's kind of meant to be and where he'd be happy to stay. But if he gets the opportunity to interview, that's great. Yeah, I think actually that would, um, like uh, that makes a lot of sense what you're saying, but I feel like Columbus needs a coach like that now. Like I don't, uh, I was talking to, um, I can't remember who I was talking to now, but I was talking about John Tortorella is very much like, a GM's coach as opposed to a player's coach. Um, and I feel like Columbus needs maybe more of a player's coach or someone that's more willing to develop the younger players that we kind of have. Um, and, you know, I've talked a lot about um, the, the Columbus kind of outgrew John Tortorella because the roster that we have now doesn't fit the roster that we had in 2016 when he first started to coach with us. And so I think, yeah, it will be really interesting to see because he came from a, a NCAA background. I think 
having someone like that would be really interesting. Um, and also it wouldn't be one of, I, I keep banging this drum and I'm going to keep banging it until we get a new head coach. Um, but someone who is not one of the same kind of 35 white men aged 40 to 60 that just get passed around the NHL every time there's a coaching opportunity. Right. And one thing I really do like about Mike Eves is whenever he came in, um, not the season that just finished up, but the season before is he had the mindset of he wants his players in Cleveland to play the same systems that were being deployed in Columbus to make everything seamless. So he sat down with, with torts and they hashed it all out, how they want the entire organization to play. That way, whenever the inevitable call-up happens, those guys are good to go. They know the system. There's no change. It's cohesive from the top all the way down. So whatever ends up happening, I know Cleveland's going to be cool with it. You know, the, the players are going to be okay. Or, I mean, he also has that flexibility. But yes, I would like to see somebody new. I've seen talk and rumors about other coaches, maybe from Europe, possibly getting uh, a shot at the Columbus job. So we'll see. But yeah, yeah somebody I would, new I would, would love be a European, great. Personally, but oh yeah, oh yeah. I keep seeing rumors on on Reddit. I'm pretty active when it comes to at least reading the Columbus Blue Jackets Reddit. And there's this same Finnish coach his name keeps popping up that people would love to see and that it may happen. So we'll, we'll wait and see what happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll cross our fingers. Coming up in just a minute, I've got more of a conversation with Deanna, but first I'm going to tell you about Built Bar. You know it. I know it. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. Comes in nine delicious flavors. Plus, you know, they've got limited flavors all the time. Just recently, they had a white chocolate birthday cake flavor that I have not personally tried, but a lot of my colleagues here at the Lockdown Podcast Network swear by it. They think it's amazing. So keep your eye out for that. The website, I feel like every other day they have a new fun flavor, but their regular flavors are just as good, you know, and there's something for everyone. There's coconut, there's cherry, there's mint brownie, there's double chocolate, there's salted caramel. I'm a big fan of the mint brownie. I love that chocolate mint combination. Uh, and Bill Bar just does it better than better than anywhere else. And not only are they the best tasting protein bar, but they are good for you as well. Almost all of the flavors only have, they have 17 grams of protein. They've got 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four grams net carbs. That makes them perfect for a keto diet, whether you are the kind of guy that goes to the gym and needs just an extra hit of protein in their diet, or if, like me, you just want to put something in your mouth that is not really, really bad for you. And here's the best bit. If you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your first order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So just to just to kind of finish off, um, I want to talk a little bit about kind of the monsters next season and what you think they're going to look like, either in terms of like player personnel, in terms of uh, maybe coaching, in terms of player usage. Is there anyone that you think will definitely for sure be back. I feel like we have, there's a handful of guys on the Monsters that are, you know, AHL guys for life um, and probably, you know, are going to be in Cleveland for a, a few years at least. And then I feel like there are some guys that 
are just kind of one and done. Uh, we had a lot of PTOs, I feel like, this season. Um, so, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts on what the Monsters are going to look like next season? Well, at this point, a lot of it is up to Columbus. Um, they have multiple guys that were kind of mainstays um, that are on expiring contracts, like Gavin Bay Ruther, who we talked about earlier. He is a pending UFA right now. Um, we have an RFA in Cliff Pooh that really started to shine later on in the, in the season. Um, Adam Glendenning, who was mainly on the taxi squad uh, for this past season, but the season before he was on the top pairing. Um, same thing with Zach Dalby, you know, he's a pending UFA, Stefan Mateau, Ryan McInnes. Again, these were guys that were taxi squad along with Zach Dalby, but the year before were mainstays there in, in the top lines in, in Cleveland. And then coming into this season, yes, we did have a lot of one-year AHL contracts that were signed. So right now, it's kind of hard to predict what we're going to see in Cleveland. Um, I couldn't even speak about goaltending right now because we all know that could very well be a trade point when it comes to the summer months, especially leading up to the uh, the expansion draft with Seattle. So are we still gonna see Corpusalo and Morzlikens? You know, whatever happens with them, I'm sure Danielle Tarasov is gonna go up. Can they sign Brad Thiessen again? Will they sign Brad Thiessen again? That was another, I believe, one year thing. Um, so it's really hard to see what's going to, you know, see into the future. There's no crystal ball. It's very murky right now. So the next few weeks are going to be big in terms of trying to figure out what this Monsters team is going to look like. Yeah, I've decided that I'm just going to repress all of the goalie trade talk until like someone forces my hand and makes me think about it by actually trading one of them. But it's, yeah, I feel like, Matisse Kidlenix, I feel like, is the biggest piece that we have that might go to Seattle. So that kind of throws a throws a little bit of a wrench in our our goaltending depth as well. Um, but yeah, well, it, oh. there's a lot of of good younger prospects. I keep seeing Dean Kukin's name a lot when it comes to the Seattle talks. But that's another thing that I just kind of like you. I'm gonna push it out of my mind until it actually happens because we saw what happened with Vegas and who knows what Yarmo's thinking and he might be trying to make a trade or you know make kind of a deal so that way he can kind of control which player goes so hopefully not Keith Lennox he does well up in Cleveland they enjoy him up there we can't lose Wayne and KV all in the span of a year let's keep one of them yeah, I feel like the the Blue Jackets had just in terms of like the Blue Jackets had super super deep goaltending for a minute there. In the same way that we kind of this time last season we had I think really strong defense and our defensive pipeline was quite strong and then obviously we traded a bunch of them and now our defense is like three adults and a bunch of children. So I'm not not super 
super enthused about losing another of my terrible, horrible children whom I love to an expansion team. Uh, but again, it's kind of like, I, I want them to succeed. Like I was mad that William Carlson did so well in Vegas that first year with his like 41 goals or whatever it was. But at the same time, like I'm happy that he got to, happy that he got to succeed. Coming up in just a second, I've got the end of my conversation with Deanna, but first I've got to tell you about betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The playoffs are in full swing, and you can track all of the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA, face-punching action. So before the next game, make sure you head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the bench anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On, all one word. Once again, that is betonline.ag, promo code Locked On for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. If it's a case of Dean Kukan getting that, you know, solid top four spot that he probably deserves, then I will be sad for a little while, but I will accept it. And I'm, like, psyched about Seattle as it is. Like, it's... The entire team makeup looks like it's going to be really fun. Like, the jerseys are sick. They seem to be hiring all the right people in the front office. So I am I am poised to to be a Seattle fan in the way I wasn't quite ready to be a, a Vegas fan. Right? I, I'm kind of feeling the same way. It's just Seattle seems to be doing this very well. They're making a lot of really smart decisions. And I'm, I'm kind of excited about the expansion draft to see where they, you know, who all they take, but I'm not ready to discuss Columbus because it's the same way. It's, you know, I've seen some of these younger players come up and it's like, oh no, don't take any of them, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just want to hold them all, all very close. Exactly. Like I talked about it a little bit on uh, an episode last month, I think, where I kind of threw together a half, a half, a half-hearted um, expansion protection list for Columbus because obviously a bunch of the guys that we had to protect for Vegas we don't have to protect anymore like I feel like uh we definitely had like Nick Foligno Brandon Dubinsky both had no moves um I feel like Scott Hartnell had a, a partial no move or a no trade or something that season as well so there was three of our seven slots and now I'm looking at like the roster and I'm like well I guess I expose Eric Robinson but I'm not happy about it like um, my friend who's also named Jay would not like you saying, ex- you know, exposing Eric Robinson because that's his guy. And I kind of tend to agree. I would hate to lose Eric Robinson, you know, Eric yeah, I Robinson feel like because it's another, you know, big size player that can produce. Please, we can't lose both Josh Anderson and Eric Robinson. We needed to keep one of them. Right. I was going to say he's our, he's the new Josh, Josh Anderson. I think um, my friend kind of teases him a little bit. They call him uh, stone hands Robinson because his hands haven't quite caught up to his feet yet. Um, but yeah, I, again, I think he's poised to be a really strong, really strong producer for, for the blue jackets. Um, he's fast. He seems like a very nice young man. Like I'm very fond of him. I would be sad to see him go. Um 
if it was up to me, I would protect him over a guy like Max Domi, but I feel like that's asking for asking for trouble. So we'll see how it goes. I've actually seen Max Domi in quite a few uh, expansion draft predictions, simulators. I've seen his name and Dean Kukin's name the most out of the ones I've seen. Yeah, that would that would be the that would be the ideal for me because we would get that contract off off the books and also I wouldn't have to pay attention to the fact that every time he skates into the offensive zone he just blanks like it's like a laptop going on at blue screening it's oh, I don't no. know what, I don't know what it is he's, <laughs> he's so fast and he could be really good but for whatever reason this season every time he skated into the offensive zone it was like his brain just turned off I didn't get it um but I could <laughs> I could talk for a long time about my issues with Max Domi this season uh, that is a different episode entirely um so i uh, i'll kind of just wrap it up here i think um i know we talked a little bit about how your this is the monster season's finished so potentially a little bit quieter on the um on that specific kind of game content type thing but i imagine you'll be doing what i do which is you know keeping that content going through the off season so uh, if people want to kind of learn more about the monsters, learn more about Blue Jackets prospects, uh, maybe get some kind of inside info on who is going to be sticking around next season. Where where can they find you and your content? Well, uh, right now I am on Twitter at SinBinMonsters, and I would definitely keep an eye out because we're going to be launching a uh, 2020-2021 AHL playoff simulation series. So keep an eye out for that to see how your favorite team, hopefully the Monsters, do with that. And for all of my written work, that's over at thesinbin.net. Brilliant. I personally am excited about this simulation series. Um, I did not like that the Pacific Division were like, well, we're going to play in actual playoffs. And so now I get to experience Monsters playoffs without actually making the players play for pennies. So that's that's exciting for me personally. Yes, it's going to be a nice hybrid of both, you know, simming it in a game and also using head-to-head stats, um, trends and things like that to kind of meld all that together and come up with a nice playoff simulation so it's it's going to be a lot of fun we have a lot of of the of the writers at the sin bin uh really putting a lot of effort into this so it's it's going to be great well i am excited and i hope that my listeners are as well uh, and i think that's all the time i have for today when you're done here make sure you check out the locked on stay podcast get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the locked on stay podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts i have been jay foster you can follow me on twitter at jay the goalie you can follow this podcast at lo underscore blue jackets if you have comments questions or criticism you can email me at locked on at gmail.com and have a great weekend Until Monday, make sure you stay locked on.